0: Friends, this is the tipping point, and I am Joanne Johnson, your host, and I'm just back here dancing. That music gets me every single time. So every now and again, y'all bust me dancing. That is all right. I don't have any rhythm. I don't care. I'm gonna do it anyway. Annie Hoosle, I have a great show for you tonight. As you can see on the ticker, we have got Tone Hollywood of one point one zero seven point three jams. Uh said that enough times in my life. I don't know why I messed it up. I guess because you know how I am, I get super excited because my friend is here. Year. It has been way too long since Tone Hollywood has been in the studio with me, and I want to hurry up right now, and I'm going to bring him in because I can't stand myself right now. Hello, my friend. Joanne, 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 what an introduction. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you oh. my <laughs> What'd you say? <laughs>
1: you brought me out.
0: You brought me out right that's what you're supposed to do <laughs> uh, you know you know but there's not much of an intro when somebody just like steps all over your station it's like no wait a minute she knows Because now you and i have been in the studio a number of times together it happens all the
1: time sometimes sometimes people they get the numbers wrong they're looking at it some people forget the city they forget the state it's all good so it
0: happens it's a- i was too busy dancing tone i lost myself that's what happened that, if we know the truth, that's what happened. I was back here jamming, but that is my life. But you and I, now listen, just so people, if people don't know, you and I have been on good mood, good food. I can't even count how many times um, we have been on a blast in the studio. And one of the questions before we get started with all of this, you know, we're going to be going back in the studio pretty soon, pretty soon. When we go back, I want you to be thinking about a dish that you think that we can make. Because as people who don't know, on Good Mood Good Food, now it airs in North Carolina, South Carolina, and Tennessee every Saturday at um, 11 o'clock. We, it's a no-cut, no-edit show. What you see is what you get. And on there, we cook in 15 minutes or less. And I always have radio personalities as my co-host. So what are we going to cook? Radio personalities like to eat, so that's why we love to be on your show. So that's that's not well. I know, I know, and we make fantastic food. So I'm gonna want to know from you, my friend, what are we gonna make next time,
1: girl? You know, I know you can make an amazing like Jamaican dish. Can you make curry chicken?
0: Yeah, yeah. I I would love to go and spark some curry chicken up there. That would be amazing. That would be good. So I'm gonna let you pick. So the next time you come back, you let me know if you want to cook, we will do it, whether I've ever made it before or not. we will even do a challenge. and okay. we'll get in the kitchen. And if it doesn't suck too bad, then we'll go ahead and use it. Yeah, I'm sure it'll be perfect. I'm sure it'll be perfect. Yeah. Well, let's talk about you. So you are with 107.3 Jams. How many years have you been with that station?
1: This past summer, uh, it was 18 years I've been on 107.3 Jams. I started out working on the weekends as a part-timer, and I uh, was fortunate to be just working there for a couple years. Then I got full-time uh, in promotions, went from full-time promotions, uh, on moved over to Hot 98.1, was doing nights on Hot 98.1, was there for 10 years, and, and finally moved over to 107.3 Jams. And I've been with the company for 18 years. Can
0: you believe that, Joanne? 18 years? No. I didn't realize it had been that long.
1: Yeah. Yep.
0: Straight out of college. So it's so it's no wonder that you're so good at it. And, and I love, and people love you. Um, I know, you know, they love you and they love how funny you are and how much you love people. And that comes through in everything that you do. Um, and one of the things that you do, and I, and I want to know, like how. COVID has affected this, if it has at all. But one of the things is that you love kids. And I know, I see you you know, go back and forth to the schools and reading to the kids. How did that get started? You know, when I was in promotions, I used to go to a lot of uh,
1: school events representing the radio station then. And i said to myself, when I become a full-time personality, I want to keep that up. I want to make sure I go out there and be able to talk to the kids. And I, I got a different perspective because now I didn't know who I am. <laughs> When you yeah. go there as a promotion person, they're like, who are you? So going there, I, I just wanted to continue that. So when I was younger, I used to uh, go to career fairs and stuff, and athletes from our area would come back, uh, people in our community. And I just really thought that was really – it was really thoughtful for them to come back and tell us about their job and tell us about how they did what they did to make it further. You know what I'm saying? So I was like, like I got I to gotta continue to train. I got to carry the torch. And so when I got to become a person, I'd be full-time, I wanted to tell people about my stories. And as I traveled and went to red carpets and went to meet different personalities and celebrities, it was able to be relatable to the kids to tell them about my my journey as well as some of the people I met. And then they're like, oh my gosh, you've really done something. So and yeah. that's where it comes. Kind of, I don't have kids. I, I kind of bring everybody under my wing. Everybody's my nephew or my niece. So uh, it's just been a, a way to kind of go ahead and, and just extend that and and, and just trying to make sure that we create as much a, a better environment for our youth as we can.
0: I love that. And they do, they look to you and how many of them want to be you and do what you do. And you go out here to these schools and you're you know, you're know, funny and you're fun and you're driven. What is their reaction to your tone? I mean, I know they're kind of like, wow, but what are some of the things that maybe you hear and maybe they ask you?
1: You know, a lot of them, when I get a chance to talk to kids, uh, a lot of them ask me, you know, uh, am I a rapper? <laughs> do, do I rap or do I sing? But most of the time, they, they just want to know how. I mean, when I first started doing this, you know, become, getting in the entertainment industry was one thing. So a lot of people ask questions about, like, how they get in the entertainment industry? Like, you know, do you, do you do you know Brian Carey or do you know whoever the big superstar is? Is that how you got into the business? Uh, I love those type of questions. But uh, also, I really like now you know kids want to get to be TikTokers. they want to be youtubers so now they i mean the questions that kids ask me now is more uh specific to the industry they'll actually ask me like i want to be a youtuber so how much money do you think i can make per video if i'm like what, what you know about that you know what i'm saying so uh, those are
0: some of the questions i get now as compared to like uh when i first started doing the career things It's changing. And these kids, they know everything about technology. I say, shoot, I I need get the kids help them to hide the because They're amazing at the things that they know.
1: Yes. I mean, I know I have a friend of mine who's five year old, is already on TikTok, knows how to get on the phone, get on TikTok, record themselves, use uh, the filters and everything. So they're learning fast. So it's going to be interesting to see the next 15, 20 years see how uh, just our our industry changes, you know?
0: Yeah, now did you, are you on TikTok? I am on TikTok, I'm not on
1: there as much. (laughs) You know, when the the quarantine first kind of started back when when we shut down and everything back in the spring, I was bored like everybody else. So I got on on TikTok and I went ahead and tried to go ahead and learn the dances and just try to keep up with all the challenges. And after a while I was like,
0: okay, (laughs) I'm an old man. My kids were showing out because I've got three teenagers at home, and they were showing out. And I threatened them when they when they get off kilter. I'm like, I'm gonna join TikTok. I'm gonna get up. almost like working for everybody. My, my kids are like, oh my god, it's a good. I can threaten with that. Time. Don't take TikTok from me. Nobody wants to see it now. And for for our viewers today, if y'all are hearing the clicking and all of this going on, this is reindeer, is what we're saying. We don't know. There's something with that. There's a storm, and he's in Greenville. I'm in Seneca, South Carolina. We're having some sort of. I don't know if it's the weather, what it is. um, Just please overlook that. But anyway, um, if you can just if you can ride through it, we are gonna have a good time. So I want to talk to you about about COVID. how how things have gone for you in regard to radio and actually you know how has COVID changed your life
1: well, well it's it's so many ways i mean it's still doing it as we speak um like when it first hit you know as far as like all of our events were getting canceled you know i'm talking about left and right you know tickets to the circus uh tickets to concerts and stuff like that as things were getting canceled and uh, postponed and stuff uh that affected that way then we had to start Change the way we do things at work. You know, we actually had to start, uh, you know, social distancing at work. You know, start having people come in at certain times so they can come in do their show and leave. You know, Uh, we're having uh, doing certain events. When we started doing events again, we had to make sure that we social distance and did the right things. We were at our events, like you know, now's no more the hugging and saying hello to people when they come up to us. At the events, unfortunately, And that's hard for me because you know I'm a hugger, Joanne. You know, I'm a hugger, it makes I know you are. Yes. I've
0: had many of those hugs, yes. I know, and I'm a hugger too. And I'm suffering, <laughs> yes, right,
1: right. You gotta be like, oh, back back. But unfortunately, around Thanksgiving, I wasn't feeling too well, and um, you know, I, I kind of had the nausea, I had the chills. And then by that Saturday, I went ahead and I went to the doctor's office. And come to find out I had COVID, mm-hmm. and uh, you know, and I'm Right now, I'm still battling right now as we speak. Um, uh, I went and got tested and they said I was a uh, positive and I had the fatigue, I had the nausea. Uh, the fatigue really, really, really killed me. I mean, I was just super, super, duper tired. Uh, my throat was bothering me, uh, but I still try to press on and do my show and uh, I've lost my whole bunch of weight. <laughs> uh, I know. You I, I I can tell. And I look like a model now, don't I, Joanne? But seriously. Yeah, uh, you before, like, but you really um, do now, yeah. Thank you. Know, I, you know I'm saying? I tried to make it do what it do. Mm-hmm. But uh, seriously, as far as like um it, it really affected me it, like I was just, just really tired and just really sick. And uh it also I think I did this for a reason because now I can talk about COVID-19 with a different perspective than I would have had if I never had it. Like not understanding the fatigue, not understanding uh just how bad you really feel, not understanding I, I still can't smell. I still I lost my sense of smell. Uh some people lost their sense of taste. Uh I fortunately I still got that. But um, now I'm, I'm able to be a little bit more relatable when talking about this uh, this uh, unfortunate uh, virus that's going around, and and hopefully can help out some other people to know what to look out for.
0: It's it's no joke. Um, you know, about about a month ago, maybe a little bit more, I had what they said was probably COVID because I had been exposed to it, and they said I tested too early, and then I got really sick. And then I had all that same stuff except for the loss of taste and smell. But I had everything else, and I had a headache for like six weeks really bad. Um, and then I ended up with the chest pain and all of that stuff. And I tested, it. and the doctor said, Well, we expect it to be negative because now we feel like you're on the tail end and it may not register. So it came back negative. They went ahead and said, wow. COVID. And for people who've had COVID um, or people who have not had COVID, rather, it's nothing to play with. It is. It is dangerous. It yes. is horrible. What would you say? I mean, the scariest part for me is the fact
1: that, <clears throat> as I talk to other people that've had it, it's affected people so differently. I mean, you know, you hear about people unfortunately going on ventilators and and can't breathe. Uh, you hear about people having a uh, uh, kidney uh and having issues with other things after they they've been healed after the the, uh, the virus is gone. Um, you hear about people having headaches. Uh, the, I'm going to talk about headaches to the point where they, they have migraines. They can't function.
0: Yeah, that was I mean, that it, was it it really scary. It's almost. I don't know how it's going to affect body. It'll, I mean, it'll put you on your knees. And I'll tell you this. Now, if you remember, so last December, Jeff and myself, Jeff, and husband, myself, and our, at the time, 13-year-old, we were all so sick and we were in bed for a month, and I did, I, I remember for about three or four weeks saying, I can't taste anything, all the food tastes weird, everything smells funny, all this kind of stuff, and I'm telling you, we had it back in December, and then I thought, well, did I have it a month ago or not? You can get it again, it's not very common, But then I thought, well, I didn't lose smell or taste. Maybe it wasn't that bad. I don't know what it is, but if it wasn't, I sure don't want it.
1: Yeah, I mean, I talked to a lot of people that said it. They felt like last year at the time they had it, but it was called like an upper respiratory infection or something like that. Um, It's really been weird. I mean, it's no telling how long it's actually been lingering around before it was actually called COVID 19. But talking to
0: different people, a lot of people felt like they had it last winter. Yeah. Now and so and so, you and I were talking in the green room. I mean, people are not wearing a mask. Some people are wearing a mask. Some people are not wearing a mask. Um, what are your What are your thoughts? I mean, if you're having it. Do you encourage people to wear masks now? Yes. I mean, I was a mask wear before
1: the whole thing really kind of went down. You know, and seeing people with the going to the grocery store with the mask down there chin and not having it up on their face or have it around their ear. I mean, it, it it really does prevent a lot of stuff. I mean, you know, I, I know I was wearing my mask and I still got it. I still don't know how, but still uh you, you gotta wear your mask. You gotta go ahead and do social distancing. I mean there's just no way that we can curve we can straighten the curve. If yeah. we don't do that, no um it is funny I don't know if you heard about Tom Cruise going off at a, uh, his movie set, but he comes out there were, um, employees that were on the set that not only were weren't entering to uh, the six deep room, you know, the, the social distancing. They didn't have their mask on either. And he's like, "You guys are affecting our money. <laughs> they may shut yeah. this movie down, you know, and all of them have to go home. We you know, And then who knows when we'll go to get production back?" You're like, "You, you got to take this seriously." And even though his rant was a little
0: extra, I I understand. <laughs> now, so, yeah. So happened. so I told you yeah and you were cutting out just a tiny bit just because of the weather but so you're saying that tom cruise was having a meltdown on set because people were not social distancing and they were not wearing a mask and he just went left on it well yeah i mean because what happens if that industry gets shut down again what happens if you're you're going to wear masks in a store or in a in a cafe i was in a cafe yesterday um, and nobody had a mask on and nobody was social distancing they were sitting next to each other and i worry for the business owners home because if they get shut down again it's a bummer that we have nowhere to go but what about that business owner these
1: businesses cannot afford to be shut down again, like they were earlier in the spring. Like it's unfortunate, but they, they just can't. Like you're seeing restaurants that were doing extremely well last year, right now they're they're struggling. And even with going to be able to to be open at full capacity, still people just aren't going out like they used to. So it's it's just very important uh, that that we try to straighten the curve so we can help about the whole community all together. I mean, look at our school system. You know, they're still not able to get all the students back into school right now. So it's it's definitely yeah um, yeah because like an effort for everybody.
0: How many do you know right, offhand? Right. Do you know offhand how many cases in Greenville, South Carolina, you guys are averaging a day? That I don't it's know, a, but I do know we're a hot spot. <laughs> you are. It's a big
1: a hot spot since
0: Yeah, yeah. yeah, I uh, don't know the number either. I haven't looked at it recently, but I know like Pickens County is like, you know, 120 A counties hovering around 75 a day, something like that. I mean, so Greenville, and I know Greenville is a hotter spot than we are, um, so it's a lot. It's a lot of people. We've got to take this seriously. Because I need to start hugging people again. Right. What's so crazy is that now
1: I'm starting to see it. You know, when we were hot spot before, I still wasn't seeing anybody that I knew they had it, but now I'm bumping into people, or not bumping into people, but I'm seeing friends and family members that are saying that, you know, this person had it, this person that worked at work had it, this person that my cousin had it. I mean, we're starting, to, I'm starting to see now uh, a circle of friends and family and co-workers that are getting it, and that's what's really making it seem 100% real.
0: Yeah, and, you know, we've had, we've lost some friends in the last yeah. month. With the COVID, my niece was actually hospitalized for it and she just recently got out. But you and I share a lot of mutual friends. And and I when I say this, you'll know who I'm talking about. But one of our athletic friends has lost his father and um and the mom's husband. And they've also what what a month before that lost a couple of people and things like that, I mean, people are losing several family members in their, you know, in the in their own, their own tight-knit family. I mean, it's devastating.
1: It is, it, it is, it's heartbreaking to find out um, that it's happening. because I guess back in the spring, back in, you know, February, it just seems so preventable, right? You know, it seemed like, like, wow, well, yeah, geez, you know, wear a mask? but you're starting to see people that are getting it that are, are social distancing, staying at home, and somehow they're getting it. And uh, like I said, it's affecting people so differently. Uh, seeing, Like you said, seeing people pass away from it, which is so unfortunate, uh, seeing people going into the hospital and, and being on a ventilator. I just had a good friend of mine, didn't even know he was sick. I was sick. <laughs> we hadn't heard from each other in a couple of weeks. He was in the hospital for eight days. Wow. You know, lost 25 pounds, but, I mean, that just, just shows you right there. Wow, it's
0: real, and I'm hoping everybody. I want to. I want to ask you something. Let's go back to something with Dan. Um, because this is something that you're working on as your Christmas giveaway. And I really want to give the opportunity to 107.3 GMs and Hone and Hollywood to talk a little bit about what you're doing. I know you had that you got a little bit because you were sick, but I saw you say on social media, All right, I'm getting happy, And as soon as I do it's going to be on. So let's talk about that giveaway and what you're doing. Well, right
1: now, what we're doing, we're doing the 107.3 GMs Christmas wish list which is still available on the website at 107.3jf.com. You can sign up. Tell us what's a bill, something that you're you know, that you're, you're, you're paying on, that you want to go ahead and take care of. Let us know the amount and work, what we're doing right now. We're randomly picking people, and we are taking care of that bill. Like, if it's a, uh, Joanne, if you send us a $150 um, power bill, you know, I'm going to go ahead and take care of your whole round it up to $200, and uh, and make sure you get that bill taken care of. For the holidays, yeah, yeah, keep the lights on, girl.
0: <laughs> yeah, because you know, I lost my day job now. <laughs> I lost my day job a month ago today. So, baby needs a new pair of shoes. I'm going <laughs> to send the wish list you know, that money, You can go ahead and save that money and then go ahead and get your pair of shoes for yourself. Well, and I would, except for Jeff just got me. Now, here's my phone Now, you guys, those of you who know my husband, he's a fantastic man. He's been in construction forever, and every now and again, he does these handyman jobs job on the side just for kind of grin. So we've got a friend who owns a company in it's a retail store, actually, in downtown Hudson. and Jeff trades out for shoes. Let me tell you, he goes in and does things, pictures, and does these things for her. And my man comes home with these own brand shoes for me. And it's very exciting. These are shoes that I can't normally afford. So when you see me walking through the town and you go, oh, she's got some nice shoes on, this ain't my husband. But I will send you my power boy. How about that?
1: <laughs> there we go. Send it to me, girl. Because, you know, I thought you tried to get some extra shoes out of me for me.
0: Yeah, Yeah. Well, talk about talk about real quick before we go. You know, I'm a shoe person too, Joanne. Huh? You know, I'm a shoe person too, Joanne. I'm a shoe so sure person. you wear those shoes like next I know you are. How many pairs of shoes do you have now? Uh uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. It's a, lot. It's, it's a lot. It's a lot. My daughter, my my 20 year old, is like that. Yeah, she has more shoes. That's just her thing. Just, she just absolutely loves them. And I don't know what it is, but but shoes are something. And people look at your shoes. You can't be going in anywhere if your shoes are all scuffed up or whatever, because people look. Mm-hmm. They will judge you. They'll see if you have dirty shoes and be like, what's going on with her? <laughs> Yeah, well, yeah, get this. Get this. We went to church the other day and I had to run. And because my oldest daughter, Jordan, she's got two, two younger ones. And so I just thought, I'm going to go get them for church. And I threw my house shoes on and I ran to get her while Jeff was getting ready to go uh, get get ready to go to church. Come, I forgot to put my house shoes on. And I rolled up at the church with the house shoes on. I did. <laughs> I did. I did. The only positive spin on that was that I was wearing a mask. Okay, because my disco so you know, very attractive. it was not. It was not a good look for me at all. But anyway, okay, let's talk really quick before we hit the local lookout. The um, back end of the show. Talk to me about anything else going on that, that everybody needs to know about. Well, I
1: tell you what, we're planning, and I'm producing. A very amazing 107.3 Jams holiday special that I'm not going to give too much details about. But just to let you know, it's going to involve all the 107.3 Jam staff and, and just taking it back, back in memories of things that we've done when we grew up as far as our favorite Christmas memories. And we're going to share them with our, our listeners and hopefully they'll share the flow back.
0: So that's going to be really fun. And then we're going to shut it down and get ready for a great 2021. What about you? We're, it's gonna be an awesome year. We are gonna we're gonna get rid of 2020. We're never to speak of it again, okay? <laughs> this year was something for the book. I don't know. We're just not going to speak of it. We're going to start looking forward to 2021. It's going to be an amazing year. I want you to come back. Um, you know, I will because we will get ready to go back in the studio for good mood, good food. Let's get to the local look here really quick. We've got some pretty amazing things getting ready to happen. Um, We have got a Jazzy Christmas is coming up. Jazzy Christmas tomorrow. They have changed the time, though, just about an hour ago. It is downtown Seneca, South Carolina, a Jazzy Christmas, which is Thursday. Um, That is tomorrow. It's now changed from 5 to 7. There's going to be the Foothills Dance Conservatory will be there. Jamie Wright will be there. I will be there. We're going to take our show on the road. As you know, we do sometimes. We show up at festivals and brand new things and different things. But we're going to be down. We're going to interview some people from the Foothills Dance Conservatory. We're going to take a look maybe into some local businesses on Rampat Alley. There's some fantastic things that are going on and i want to go ahead on the bottom here information for um gave right down like i said i'll be there information on for christmas it's going on the ticker. you can see how to get to that but please do not forget about the Duke Energy Festival of Tree. Now, the reason that this is so important for us, for the Joanne Johnson Media Foundation, is because the local BNI group tone, get this, this is exciting. The BNI Golden Corner Chapter in Santa shows the Joanne Johnson Media Foundation as the recipient should their Christmas tree win. And that's gonna help us in so many ways with good mood, good food, with Empower Your Body, Empower Your Mind, with the tipping point, and with our outreach, Voice of Hope, which helps women whose voices have been silenced we are elevating and amplifying those voices too we're getting ready to do amazing things and so please go to duke energy See duke energy i'm going to run it on the ticker and vote for tree number two please have your pet your neighbors people you like people you don't like have everybody vote for tree number two help us to be able to continue to positive impact People who need to overcome adversity and women who need to have their voices unsilenced. All right, now last thing, let's see. I think is it, oh, before we go, um, we have coming up on Monday, Tone, one of our friends is coming to play with me on Monday, and that would be Action Jackson. So Action Jackson of 1.395 95.9 WRTH will be here in the house. So it's been the tipping point. I'm Joanne Johnson. Visited today by Tone Hollywood. You guys, thank you for coming. Tone, thank you for coming. And it'll be—I'll be seeing you soon, my friend. i will miss you, and I'm so glad to have spent some time with you.
1: All right. See you guys later. Merry Christmas to you, to you and your
0: family. I love you, and
1: I thank, you. thank you so much, girl. Thank you.
0: Merry Christmas. All right, guys, we are going to bug on out of here. It has been a pleasure spending time with you. As always, be humble, be kind, and as always, lead with love. I love you. We'll see you soon.